and many world championships and many Olympic goals does Paul O'Donnell need to win to be the greatest sports person of all time in Ireland is there a number can we pick a number because he's going to do it OTB AM live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app this is OTB Sports Radio all right, to the fastest Irish man ever in history. I'm delighted to say we've got Israel Alatunde with us. Israel, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. Thanks a million for having me on. How does it feel to be described as the fastest man in Irish history? Honestly, it's a dream country. Um, I'm just really grateful to be here, especially with my coaches all. You know, we've put in a lot of work over the last few years and just to be able to have this title, I guess, so early in my career really means a lot to me. Well, you, you're, you mentioned your coach there. Daniel Kilcallan is with you, beside you there. Daniel, um, maybe you might be able to explain to us a little bit about uh, what the just the context and the achievement is. Um, Israel obviously is very humble, but he is the fastest man we've ever produced. Yeah, uh, that's that's true. Um, I suppose the, the record that he beat, Paul Hessian, um, I think that deserves a, a lot of respect as well. Um uh, Paul Hessian was probably the leading light in terms of short sprints in Ireland for for a long time, and uh, look, it's taken taken a bit of time for someone to run quicker. So that'll just show what what uh, what a what a, an athlete he was. But um, yeah, look, Israel has he has the potential, but sometimes potential um, doesn't come to fruition. And last night it did, you know, to. Uh, Get his three three fastest times um, across two days um, to for culminate in a national record. Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing stuff, really. It's uh, it's what what you you dream of as an athlete, and I suppose in my position, supporting him as a coach, um, that's what you want to see. The best performance is coming out in the big nights. Yeah, with with coaching, it's always like you do your best and you you put everybody in the uh, position to succeed, and then. You have to just sit back and, and watch it. So, what were your own emotions like watching the the three races? Because it got faster and faster, and it got more dramatic and more dramatic as the evening went on. Yeah, uh, I suppose the look once once uh, Israel won his heat, um, we knew look he's 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 in a good place. Um, training last week, we, we kind of we knew also things things were going well. Um, he burst his spikes last Tuesday night. Um, the new spikes with the bubbles, uh, the burst last Tuesday. So um, that's a, a sign he's running fast. Um, he also burst last night just before he went into the call room in the final, another pair. So um, he was, uh, we knew he was running quick. Um, the semi final, uh, we had focused on making sure his last 10 meters was his best 10 meters, and I think it was. Um, finishing second behind the world. The Olympic champion. Uh, then we went to the went to the to the uh, warm up track. Uh, he got some uh, treatment from Paul Carragher and uh, physio here, and yeah, then kind of set it set about uh, making a plan, um, getting it, getting him in there. And uh, I suppose then it was a case of just letting the experience he has uh, come to fruition and and taking it from there. But uh, like this guy, you know, he's 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 a nice, pleasant individual, and um, but he's 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 tough. He's a he's a competitor, and um, if if he, if he finished any less than the the sixth yesterday, if he didn't get that national record, he wouldn't have been just happy with being in the final. So, so that's that's what what helps him. That's that's what's driving him on. You know, does bursting your spikes mean you need to break in a whole new pair of shoes, or can you fix that? 
Um, I don't have I don't have a spare pair, so I just have to wear the, the first pair for the final. Right. Um, but yeah, things happen, so you have to deal with it as it comes. You weren't even using your best tools, so to, to bring to the fight mm-hmm. yesterday. <laughs> Can I ask, um, Israel, like the, the the moment? I guess it's a few minutes after you cross the finish line when you realise that you have broken the national record. Can you describe to us how you felt at, at that moment? It's hard to even put into words. Uh, but I guess like it's just a dream come true, really. Like, I remember, it just I guess just flashes of the journey I've been on over the last few years just kind of came to my mind. I just got really emotional. I just broke down, honestly. Um, to be able to produce, you know, my best at, at, on such a great stage and to have so many, you know, Irish supporters and the whole team, well, most of the team um, in the stands, you know, watching and cheering me on, just really meant a lot to me. And I knew my family and my community back home were watching and just showing me so much love and support and I just thought of all of them and um, I was wishing, I was hoping I made them all proud. I got the sense and I think Daniel just kind of touched on it there as well, Israel, that like as, as he says, he wouldn't be happy unless you got it afterwards. It really felt that this championships is when you had it in your head that you were going to beat that record. Was was that the case? Um, coming into the championship, you know, I just wanted to compete to the best of my abilities, really. Um, so like, I, I knew that if I do that, then the record would probably come. But I wasn't too focused on the record. You know, so a championship is all about being the guys next year, and that's what matters the most. You know, getting placing as high as you can. And in the heats, you know, I I won my heat in the semi final. I came second only to the Olympic champion, and in the final, I came sixth in the race in the fast race. It was a championship record that um, that the winner won in, and to be able to just be part of that and to produce my best really meant a lot to me. We obviously saw your interview with David Gillick afterwards, and it was brilliant. And uh, I guess that's probably the last time we've heard from you. So, from you. so what's happened between your interviews, your, your your post-race media, and now? Like, who's the first person you speak to after those media duties are done? Um, I think it was my mom. I think my mom was the first person I spoke to. I, I, kinda, I, lost, I lost connection on my phone, so I was a bit, like, nervous. I was a bit, like, running around trying to find a phone so I could call my mom, but my mom was the first person I called, and... Um, I just like broke down, like, like, and she was crying. I was crying. Um, it was funny because before this championship, she told me that you know you're gonna go out there and do something special. It doesn't matter, you know what place you're rank coming in. I just know you're gonna do something special. And I was like, all right, cheers, mom. But um, then after, like, I kind of just remembered what she said, and I just got really emotional. And I'm just so grateful for her and my whole family. They offered me so much support. Um, I'm just really grateful for that. Do you remember what she said to you on the phone last night? She just said, I knew, she just said, I told you, I told you, I knew it was going to happen, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, t- turns out your mother's always right. The man's always know, yeah. that's the truth, it's, yeah. it's always the case, the man's always know. Who else, who else were you thinking of when, when your mind flashed back to the journey that you've been on? I presume it's, it's Dundalk and Athletics Club, what else was there in your head for that split second? Oh, just, just, just so many people to even think about, but like, I remember, obviously Daniel came into my mind, I knew, just like, because, like, if, if like I only think there's some things only me and him know that's happened over the last few weeks and um there's a, there's also uh, important to mention uh, Jerry McCardle. Jerry was Israel's uh, co- coach in his uh, I suppose formative years as a sprinter in Dundalgan, uh, a teacher up there in Israel's school and took him under his wing. Um once Israel moved to UCD um, you know, he had been quite successful as a as a juvenile junior athlete, and uh, it was actually Jerry that approached me to uh, to take on Israel 
um, which doesn't, it's not something that would usually happen that the, the coach uh, would co- contact another coach. And I met with them and uh, I'll be honest, uh, once Israel told me that he was going to live in Dundalk and he was going to, uh, he was going to commute from Dundalk to UCD and then over to Tala Athletic Club to train. I was trying to talk them out of it, to be honest. I thought it was crazy. I still think it's crazy. And how this guy does that every day is, it's, uh, you know, just tell you what, what, what kind of a character he is. But Jerry uh, said to me the last thing he said before he kind of handed over the reins was, um, this guy is something special, Daniel. I don't know what it is, but he's got something special. And, uh, he has something special. I still don't know what it is, but um, you know, uh, last night after the the race, yeah, it's all it's all a, a bit mad and a bit crazy, and everyone wants a piece of Israel. So um, just myself and Israel went to McDonald's like you do um, for all special occasions, and uh, got to kind of talk talk things through. But yeah, look, this there's Jerry um, currently his his SNC coach in the Institute of Sport is Martina McCarthy. And, and uh, up until very recently, um, Claire Brady as well, um, doing fantastic work there. Um, you know, his his uh, he's a sports scholarship student with with UCD. They they, they support him. Um, you know, it's important too to mention his training partners uh, in Tal Athletic Club. Um, some very experienced sprinters there, um, people like Joseph Ojumi, who's here as well as a relay. Um, teammates who who, have, who are pushing him on, and he's learning from them. And uh, you know that's that they're they're just mentioned some of the names that have uh, you know helped Israel get to where he was uh, last night. Yeah. What's the McDonald's order for Ireland's fastest ever man, Israel? I don't even remember. It was like in German, so I'm not too sure. It was like someone never showed up. It was like chicken inside it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just ask when you talk about about Jerry McArdle there? Um, Israel, like, how important was it to have a coach at that point in your life who truly believed in you? As as Daniel said, somebody who, who knew that you had something. He didn't know what it was. He knew you had something. And maybe before you're proven, maybe before the whole country knows who you are, to, to have somebody who fully believes in what you can possibly achieve. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, um, I remember when I started, like, athletics. I didn't really have any clear vision or goal, but you know, Jerry saw something in me that um, I couldn't even see in myself. So. Um, I'm really grateful for that, and yeah, you know, ever since then we just kind of kind of grew in the sport together. Really, we're like we were kind of in the same position when we first started. Yeah, he was kind of just like trying to improve himself as a coach. I was trying to improve myself as an athlete, and we kind of grew together. And you achieved so much with uh, <laughs> with with uh, relatively little, I guess. Um, but like, we made things work, and um, Gary he always wanted the best for me, and even now. Like I see him as one of my, he's probably my best friend, one of my close, close friends. And I see him as a mentor as well. And he helps me so much still. Um, so I'm really grateful for his role in my journey so far. Did you play other sports as a kid, Israel? Or was it always running was the thing that you wanted to do? No, like, when I was younger, I just want to play in the Premier League. I used to play football. Um, but yeah, I had two left feet. I just couldn't, it, was, it just didn't really work out. Um, so I kind of t- decided to park that for a little bit and, I saw my sister doing athletics with Jerry. I was like, you know, that looks fun. Might as well join them just see see what happens. So that's kind of where it all started off. 
Well, it's pretty pretty much fate. And and is the two hundred something that you would think about into the future, or are you a hundred meter sprinter? I, I see the coach's eyebrows going up there. <laughs> is, this has been a conversation, has it? No, no one wants to watch Israel tying up at the end of a two hundred meters. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard. That's for another well, another day. Probably true. Probably true. <laughs> so nothing imminent, but maybe down the line when when things change, is that the when no one's watching? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. One of my masters up. Perhaps. Very good. When um, I, I one other thing, you're in UCD. What are you studying? I do computer science with data science. Okay, right. So nothing handy there. That's like obviously pretty hardcore and um, a lot of time spent at the desk and hunched over. Not great for the stretching of the muscles, I imagine. Uh, probably not. But I think it's good to like you know have other interests and other things going on. You know, education is really important, and um, I receive a lot of support from. UCD from the Ad Astra Academy and from Athletics Ireland and Sport Ireland as well to kind of pursue my academic career and my sporting career. So, yeah, I think it's really it's still really important to kind of keep your mind like occupied and kind of compartmentalize things as well. You have to remember, you know, of course, um, I want to give my all into my sport, but you know, sport only lasts a short. You have a short window for it, and there's life after sport as well. Yeah, I think that's something really interesting, Daniel. That previous generations, if we had very talented athletes, they felt like they had to go away at 17 to America generally. And a few people have started to book the trend over the last decade or so. And that group are now coming through and coming to a point where they're now reaching major national finals. You've you've kind of, kind of had a front row seat for that. What's changed in, in Irish athletics that's given athletes the confidence to stay? Um, look, I mean, there's over the over the last decade or, or more, there's like been huge investment in terms of coach education. Um, so we have some really talented, uh, talented coaches here in Ireland. And, you know, uh, you know, are, are our coaches here in Ireland as talented as coaches in, in the US and the UK? I believe so. Maybe the challenges are, um, you know, majority of us are volunteers. Um, so, you know, you're, you've got other things going on and other commitments. Um, but, you know, facilities, look, there are some great facilities here. It's also weather. There are all those challenges. But, the, you know, these, these are things that can be overcome. Um, look, it's, 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 it's no secret Israel is getting contact from U.S. colleges. And, you know, there's, there's, they're seeing this Irish, Irish guy uh, doing, doing really well. Um, to see Rashida, um, who was a member of our group up until she moved to the US, and to see her doing really well, and to think, look, we we can get a a guy over here who'll do a job for us in the in the in the collegiate system, um, and that may happen eventually. But uh, I think you know we, we've proven it can be done here or at home in Ireland. Um, there's other uh, coach athlete pairs um, have proven it can be done in Ireland as well. Um, you know. It's it's uh, it, it it can be done, and I suppose we have a system, a junior system, and, and one thing we talked about last night, myself and Israel, Israel went to European under twenties last year, and you know he get he would have always received a lot of support from our, our junior our pathway program under <clears throat> under Jackie Frayne, and you know he he probably had a bit of a bit of a wobble last year in the semi final of the under twenty men's where like he he stood up out of his blocks and um, didn't execute his race and. That was one of the things we were focusing on over the last couple of weeks, making sure, you know, he corrected those little, little things and making sure that he wasn't running someone else's race. But they're all things that he would have learned, uh, experience he would have had as an athlete coming through the youth and junior system. 
um, which is is a quite a quite a strong system here in Ireland. Um, I think it deserves recognition. Recognition. Um, you know, Israel has been at under twenties. Uh, he's been at uh, under twenty three championships. He, but not yet next year. Yeah. Um, senior world world indoors, European indoors, and you know, there there's good continuity there with people like Teresa McDade, um, team manager, um, who's been in a lot of these competitions with him. And you know, there is an environment there where athletes feel comfortable. And you know, there's there's people they're familiar with. So when when they leave their their personal coaching setup and they go to into a team environment that they're they're familiar with the with the staff and you know the physios and etc and you know that's important too but yeah look we are we are still still a, as I suppose as as coaches majority of us are are volunteers but that just because we're volunteering our time doesn't mean we're we're not as professional as as the the guys on the big salaries over in the US you know? I think that um, hopefully something like this is a, a big moment and an opportunity for more kids to get involved and more funding to come into the sport and more attention as well in, in terms of what happens next I, I heard you listing off you actually have quite a, a busy rest of the year Israel is that correct that the under 23s is is on your agenda obviously the 4x100 this week as well so um, it, does this change your plans for the rest of the year in terms of getting into some bigger races later on in the year or what, what do you think happens next um, not really I think my next focus is the 4x1 really I'm really excited to be part of that team um, this is my first like, time running a, with a senior really at a championship so I'm really excited for that but after this we're probably going to shut down the season you know, reflect and then you know, focus back up next season next season will, will be the uh, European under 23s next summer um, and the indoors just European and world championships so yeah, we're just going to, after this, you know, just reflect, see things we can improve on over the winter and focus on next season, for sure. Uh, like in, in terms of what you think, uh, Daniel, like what, what is the ceiling for uh, Israel and for, I guess, the, the, this whole collection of unbelievably talented young Irish sprinters at the moment? Is that something you allow yourself to consider as a coach? Um, like I, I, it, it's, it's hard to know, talk about individual athletes, but, you know... I was, I was not surprised to see Israel where he was last night. Um, you know, he's we, we know he's got the talent. He's he's got the, you know, he, he's he's got the attitude. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't something I was surprised at. Um, even though Israel probably looked surprised, I think deep down I don't think he was very surprised. Um, but so look, European indoors next year will be something for the likes of Israel um, that. You know, you'd be targeting. You'd he'd be looking to make a final there. You know, even even push for for top twelve. Um, uh, so for that, that's for Israel. But look, you've people like like Rashida, who's you know constantly you know uh, pushing towards podium places. Um, we'll see what she can what she can do tonight as well. Um, yeah, look, there's the, the, if you look at the Irish uh, men's hundred meters this year, there's been some some crazy times run. There's some really quick juniors coming up as well. Um, you see, we have a men's four by one here. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's a, it's a hard one to say because you you can't control what what other nations are doing and, and what uh, what other athletes are doing. Um, but look, we are delighted to see a, an Irish man in a in a hundred meter final. It's Probably something people thought were was impossible, but um, if you had another ten meters last night, who knows where 
where it would have ended up. But unfortunately, there is no 110 meter sprint <laughs> flat, but not yet. Well, you're not going over the hurdles, are we? Is that, is that the other breaking news? 200 eventually, but hurdles next. <laughs> Under the hurdles for Israel. Oh, wow. <laughs> We, we can see the tough love that the coach administers from time to time and, and Israel the um, outpouring of emotion it wasn't just you I think the whole country was really proud last night to see your achievement because you know it, it's phenomenal the, the progression from round to round to round it was kind of we were talking about it earlier a bit reminiscent of Dervil O'Rourke who always saved her best stuff for the big occasions like that's the type of instinct and fighting spirit that you can't really buy like you you need to channel it and it needs to come out of you and you obviously managed to do it here so uh, what was the out like outpouring like for you have you been getting messages from everybody that you've ever ever met what's that been like has any of that surprised you um not like even before the championship I just re- I've been receiving so much love and support and that just kind of gives the confidence you know coming into this that like you know there are people who care for me and who, are, who want the best for me and um you kind of I'm very I'm a self-motivated like, guy but at the same time you can't help but you know, want to do them proud as well. And I'm just grateful I was able to you know, do that over and over again um, this uh, last few days. So, yeah, the support and the, the love has just been, it's been overwhelming. It's been so great. Um, it's great to see, like, the country get, get behind me. And I really appreciate that so much. Well, look, we let you go. It's been great uh, watching you and it's going to be great watching you for the rest of the week as well. And I'm sure that there'll be massive numbers watching that. To both of you, congratulations on your success and thanks a million for making time for us this morning here on Off The Ball. Cheers. Thanks a million. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, folks. Take care. This is OTV Sports Radio.